Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. You know when you were in your car? Do I? I live in Los Angeles. Of course. Yeah. And you decide, I'm not going to feel my way to somewhere I'm going to use the GPS. Every effing day. And I'm. this is not a free advertisement, but I would say for the most part, people prefer the Waze app. That is what I use. Over Google Maps. Correct. Even though they're both owned by Google, Waze is a more uh, accurate mapping system. I like it better. Wouldn't it be something if instead of getting Janet or whoever it is that normally does the directions. Yeah. You could get Janet Reno, you uh-huh. and me. Can you imagine Rana guiding you to your destination? Can you imagine Brian telling you, "Look out! There's a hazard in the road," or <laughs> scaring the shit, out whatever of you. it is? Well, the day has come. Exclusive to our Carriage House All Access Pass, Patreon only, Patreon exclusive. Brian and I are releasing a ways edition of our voices, and you can you we're gonna. Put the link up. We'll say it'll only be available on Patreon and we will send it to you and you will be able to just add it to your Waze app. Give us a little taste around it. Say in 500 feet, turn left. In 500 feet, turn left. So good. <laughs> Patreon.com slash ask Patreon.com slash ask We're having the best time. Of We're life. having a blast in the carriage house. We'll see you there. Deal. You know, I'm doing okay. Yeah, you health. You're not Corona. I'm not. No. Um, weirdly, now that it has sort of hit, started to hit America. Yeah. I'm more relaxed about it. Well, you were just afraid of the what was coming. Well, but now it's sort of like that thing when like, did you ever see that movie Melancholia? No. Okay, so it's that thing when you're so afraid the world's going to end, and then someone tells you the world is going to end, and all of a sudden you're calm. It's a you're relief. like, all right, what can I do? Oh, so now you're just waiting for it to come take you. <laughs> I guess so. You're waiting for it to wash over you. On wings of love. Yeah. I guess so. Um, you but do seem more relaxed to me today. I have to say, I am very, very chilled out. I. How many people have you bought nice seats for in the last couple of weeks? Somebody bought, uh, wanted to know what kind of nice seat we wanted. Star Wars, Smurfs. I would get you Smurfs. You were, you know what? He said Smurf also, and he was right. It was yeah. Renee Florets. You know who's writing oh, yeah, to us course. every week. Yes, he's yes. a regular from Thailand with his Thai man. I would say. Yeah. I would say. I wish I could say Star Wars. Smurf. Yeah. No question. It's a Smurf. I can't explain it. I can't either. But it's if like, I had it's to pick truly one of the Smurfs. worst cartoons ever made. It's <laughs> the worst quality, the worst storylines, the worst voiceovers. <laughs> but I love it. Brian, I understand we have a couple of updates we today, have, or have we got one oh, really big one? We have one. Why don't we start with it? People have been say, keep saying to us, "I want to know what happened with so and so." And we love, we do love an update. So please keep do sending you remember, us your updates. Please, and, ma- and maybe Gmail. we share them. Maybe we don't. Do you remember 
Yeah. What I'm calling the Thanksgiving murder house where these people rented an Airbnb. Do I remember? They found out that someone had died and they stayed there anyway. And they still stayed because they would rather stay in a house that someone died in than spend an extra 12 hours with the family. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. So there's an update on that. Oh, an update. And along with this update, she also just wanted to tell the story of her uncle who's a conniver, which was a good story, actually. Well, so. you know who I'm wondering? Oh, you know, are you watching, um, what's it called? Uh, Blind, Mc- Blind Blind Love, a N- Netflix. No, are you watching The Circle? No, is it good? <sighs> really? It's good. With Michelle Buteau? Yeah. She's terrific. She's terrific. Yeah, it's she's really a good. lot of fun. She's the host, right? Yes, you have to watch it to really understand it, because in, in theory, you're just like, what is this show about? They all live in an apartment building, and they're trying to become influences inside of the apartment S- building sort or, of. or outside of the apartment yeah, building. Yeah, but it's crazy making. Interesting. Well, Blind Love, I watched one episode of. Okay. And I didn't care for it. None of the people were charismatic and, you know. But the concept is they put you in a pod and you're not allowed to see the person that you go with until you decide you're going to marry them. Yeah. Which, of course, takes three days. Yeah. Because all these people are so desperate. After three days, after one day, they're telling each other they they love them. Yeah. They're telling people they love each other. It's insane. Yeah. Okay. And one of the guys is a scientist from Maine and I don't know if he's autistic and thought he'd never find anyone or whether he's playing a long con with all the it's nuts but there is a woman a woman named Jessica who's 34 she's a little older than all the other girls but she's a little bit flirtier and a little jokier and ha ha my other favorite thing is they're all dressed up for the dates but they can't see each other I don't know why they wouldn't just wear sweatpants <laughs> makes absolutely no sense to me by day three they're all wearing the gym clothes and the sweatpants yeah there was a clip circulating on the internet I haven't watched the later episodes so this is obviously one of the later episodes where her boyfriend is telling her, I'm I'm not crazy, I'm not crazy. He's sort of having one of those fights where you act crazy and so everyone knows you're crazy even though you're trying uh, to assert your sanity. There's nothing crazier. There's nothing that proves you're crazy than saying, I'm not crazy. Well, the only thing that proves you're crazier is when you're trying to prove you're not crazy to someone who's even crazier than you are, but who's acting cool and collected, you know, just sitting there receiving it, enjoying the power of you're losing control and I'm in control. And while she is sitting there, letting him tell her that she's not crazy, she has a giant goblet of red wine, like a red real housewife, and she has a little English cream golden retriever next to her. And without missing a beat, it's not discussed. She just leans over and gives the dog a sip of wine out of her, out of her glass. I did see this. I did see this. She and the wine dog are just sharing wine. Sharing all the time, wine, which made me think of my the f- conniving uncle, my favorite uncle. Absolutely, he is our is, favorite which uncle. Which is why this person wrote the letter. Yes, for what sure. What was the name of the pug? Oh, what was her name? That I cannot she could, remember. That she was Ma- it wasn't Mabel, but the pug who was going to die from drinking red wine. Turns out, she might not. At least, if this is you mean maybe in a tiny pug, but seems like wine's okay for the large golden retrievers. Can I tell you the most uncomfortable I've ever been in my life, and yeah. why I'm reminded of this? A news anchor who people know, yeah, oh, was trying very hard, was trying to convince people that they were funny, that she was really funny. Oh, okay. And she wanted to do more comedy bits. On sounds her, like Meredith Vieira to me on her news program. Okay. So in the middle of a meeting, she kept. She was almost crying, but she was saying it over and over again in, in really a, a loud voice. I am funny. I am funny. She goes, watch this. 
and she does the Molly Shannon, Mary Catherine Gallagher <gasps> armpit thing. And it was the most oh. uncomfortable I've ever been in my life. Oh, you were there? Oh, yeah. I was there. Present. Yeah. I'll tell you off the air who it was. I'm not going to tell you on the air. I can't wait. Yeah. Blind item. Um, okay. Update. Hello again, Ron and Brian. I was the person that wrote to you about our Airbnb host dying on our Thanksgiving vacation. Okay. I wasn't going to give an update. <laughs> I'm glad there <laughs> is one. We'll find out if it really was a murder. But Brian's advice this week, which I guess would have been last week, about being conniving made me think of a story I wanted to share with him. So I figured I could throw in a clarification about our murder trip while I'm at it. Okay. So this is a correction, an update, and also a story about a conniver. And a person who wants to jump to the front of the line. Correct. So they're saying, remember me? Who, I had a great story. So now they know we're going to read their email. That's right. Yeah. I had a great uncle what who a was- tr- a, Speaking of conniving. I know. They stuck the update and said this what is, they really wanted. It, it's in the blood. Yeah. Yep. Born to connive. Yep. <laughs> I had a great uncle who was a character. He won the lottery and bought a mansion in a crappy neighborhood. He filled the mansion with mannequins and porcelain dolls. Hmm. Each room in the house had a different theme, and all the dolls in that room had to dress on theme. Think sun goddess room. He loved to dress in drag, but was legally blind and struggled to do his makeup. So it was always... <laughs> More Picasso than Da Vinci. Hmm. I'm not surprised no one ever helped him figure out what he was doing, though, because he was the most conniving person to ever live. Well, it sounds like he had a very clear mental illness, but he, yeah. He loved to walk around with a tape recorder and record all his conversations. Oh. He particularly liked to start recording right after telling someone that their friend said something horrible about them. <laughs> not just that. He'd then take the tape to whoever allegedly said the mean thing, usually he had just made it up to begin with, and let them hear what was said about them in response to the news. He always made a splash at Christmas. So, murder house clarification. The host didn't die in the house. He was taken to the hospital and died there. To me, it's still unacceptable. I agree. If the body were in the house, we would have left. That wasn't the issue. No, we didn't think the body was in the house. We thought that he had died there. Wasn't the issue whether he died at home or not. No. Someone had died in... Imagine how intimate that moment is. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Your family has to come show up now and go through... The house has been left in a moment. We knew his family wasn't coming that night. The neighbor had mentioned they'd come up the day after Thanksgiving. I don't care. I still don't care. It's outrageous. Lastly. It's such a violation. Lastly. It is such a violation of a person's privacy. Lastly, he wasn't murdered. I don't remember saying that he was. Of course we said he was murdered. (laughs) He died of natural causes. We ended up making a donation in his name to a local local art center he supported. Which I guess is nice. Well, that was very, that was very nice. Uh, yeah. Thank you for taking the time to respond to this dilemma. It was helpful to hear a third party's point of view. My boyfriend now thinks we should have left. But if I were ever playing Would You Rather and the choices were sleeping in a cozy little murder house or driving hours to spend an extra night with the in-laws, let's just say I know which I would choose. Wow. All right. Congrats on the Patreon. I'm grateful for the extra dose of Rana and Brian each week. What a piece of work she wow. is. Tr- she still would stay Conniving there. Conniving, Ryan. Bo- I'm, I'm team boyfriend. All right. Have we got any uh, new comments oh, we've or got some reviews? Great, we've got some great reviews. Okay, I'm excited. Uh, people are really outdoing themselves. and So they're taking a note. They took I mean, the note, I mean, last episode, we really made an impassioned play. Yeah, we explained to people what we really wanted. So this first one is from. If they couldn't come up with the five dollars. Yeah, because who they come up with the five stars? What do they spend? If you can't come up with the five dollars, come up up with with the the five five stars. stars. And by the way, one doesn't exclude you from the other. 
No. If you're going to be a Patreon, no. it means you're a devoted fan. Yeah. Why haven't you left a review and a five star? Do the work. We're doing on, it. On, uh, on Apple Podcasts. Correct. It takes nothing. It's touch of a button. It's free and it's a touch. Yeah. Vaginas says, oh. excuse, I'm sorry. <laughs> that is the Vaginas? name. Vaginas. Vaginas. B-A-G-I-N-A-S. A-Z. <laughs> I hope this is like the most dignified review we've ever received. I have to tell you. It's pretty good. <laughs> okay. Here at work. Who just, are these people? These are our fans. One of our fans is called Vaginas. Vaginas. Uh, five stars. <sighs> excuse me. Here at work, just finishing today's episode with Casey Wilson and listening to Brian remind me to rate and review the podcast. So here's here Thank goes. Thank you for taking us through your afternoon. I've been a Rana fan <laughs> since my husband introduced me to Rana back in 2012 even attending some seminars at UCB, we were there the night the Sarnayevs were captured. And again... Oh, the Sarnayevs. Ben Affleck was there that night. Really? Yeah. We even sat in chairs on stage. We had a live update when the Sarnayevs, those were the Boston Marathon bombers. Oh, I remember that. We had a live update as they were captured while we were on stage. And Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner were in the audience. They were terrific. We had drinks afterwards. Wonderful. Yeah, both fabulous. Yeah. Independently and together. And not together. All fabulous. Needless to say, I'm a devoted fan and always will be. I've heard Brian on other podcasts. There was no one better than that Tanayev mother. Remember He her? was like... The mo- he was like lion. He was like lion. She was yeah, great. Yeah. To hold him, to touch him. He was Rana. like lion. Yeah. She was great. Yeah. I've heard Brian and on other podcasts. Fa- caught the other one in a, hiding in a boat in water town. That's right. Yeah. In, the, in that boat. Yeah. Your insightful advice on things ranging from relationships and the most luxurious experiences is non-pareil. Podcasts come and go, and I will hop on board from time to time, but none capture me the way Rana does. I do question, though, am I Rana or a Brian? The gay man in me says I'm a Brian. Then again, the gay man in me also says I'm a Rana. (laughs) Very proud listener and Patreon patron. Kiss, kiss, Robert. Well, why is he vaginas? (laughs) Robert, write to askrun at gmail.com. Explain vaginas to us. I don't. Even if it's in, he's going to say, oh, it's not vaginas, it's beginners. Yeah, you're right. Maybe I got it wrong. Beginners. Uh, Lindsay by Aileen 2 says, ah, this must be a bitch sesh. Part of the party, five stars. These two had me laughing through the end of the very dark year of 2019 and now 2020. The addition of their Patreon is truly a dream come true. Shy's Julie says, gorgeous and perfect, five stars. I've listened to Ron and Brian separately for more than seven years, but I never could have imagined that one day they would come together and take the world by storm. And then in all caps, by storm. <laughs> I've been fortunate enough to meet them both at a live show. Oh, excuse me. And their amazing chemistry is palpable. Now I can vicariously join them, not only on this free podcast, but I, actually, I can actually pay them on Patreon to be my friends. Worth the money. And finally, from Maxwell Thomas, in all my years, dot, dot, dot. That's the subject in yeah. all my years. Five stars. I've listened to thousands of hours of podcasts in my life. I've heard the request hundreds of times from hosts whom I love and admire to please give us five stars and write a review. And I'm embarrassed to admit it. I've never felt the call to action until now. For Rana, for Brian. Hmm. This podcast is everything I've ever wanted and didn't know I needed. I've never hit a download button more eagerly or consumed an episode so vigorously. I've come to associate the voices of Ron and Brian in my ears with an excellence and quality of podcasting that is unparalleled to anything I've ever listened to. My God. Treat yourself, 
Give yourself this one thing. You deserve it. The wisdom, the laughs, the goddamn period chemistry period between period these period two period. <laughs> For your own good, give it a listen. And go ahead and hit the Patreon while you're at it. Save yourself the time because you're gonna anyway. Wow. Kiss, kiss. That is terrific. Yeah. Now that's a review. That's a review. That's a review. Rana, I, I actually am curious before yeah. we go to yeah. our fabulous guest. Yeah, we do have a terrific guest. You do know that you're somewhat of a gay icon, right? No, of course not. Rana, you but have to know that you are. And I'm wondering how you feel about that. I'm living a very small life. In Marblehead, Massachusetts. I'm making... Maybe little, your life in Marblehead I'm is making small. little decisions every day right. in order to ensure my happiness and the happiness of those I love. Yeah. And sometimes I bring that energy to the carriage house when you're here. Yeah. We care about our listeners. What can we say? We care about their life experience. It's true. But gay, can I... not gay. I mean... But can I tell you what the draw is for gay? to me that... Yeah, why don't you explain it to well, me? Because I with, can't for the life of me understand <laughs> what it is that... that, that this is it. ...that these men see. This is me. why people love... This is why uh, gay men especially love iconic women. First of all, because they can identify with women in that like women are also underrepresented, pushed to the side. And so when, a, when you find a strong one yeah. who's living truthfully and honestly and succeeding, yeah. you rally. And so that's what people see in you. I think they like my tops. I do too. I mean, who doesn't like a little leopard? Too true. Okay, we All have right. a fabulous guest today. This Should we is get exciting. to it? Let's do it. Attention, Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something you can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Rana, you've outdone yourself this time. Now, you, people keep coming up to me again in the supermarket, Shoebies. Sure. Oh, I call it. It's not a supermarket. It's more of a mini market, gourmet market. Right. And they come up to me and say, Rana, you didn't tell me so-and-so was coming to Marblehead. Me? No, not you. Everyone oh. knows but you. Okay. Uh, celebrities. Right. Who come meet. Not that you're not a celebrity. No, I understand. But you're part of the production. I'll, t- I'll receive that. And people keep saying, Rana, I was so surprised. It feels like a backhanded compliment. Right. I couldn't believe Casey Wilson came to Mamelhead to meet you in the carriage house. Oh, Adam Pally. Oh, my God. You don't why even know. You, why didn't you tell me, Rana? I couldn't believe he came to Mamelhead. And I keep saying I... to them, which part can't you believe? Yeah. What an insult. What are you confused about? Such that I'm a draw? Right. You confused that Brian and I command the highest it's levels of entertainment? Passive aggressive moves. I just realized the absolute delight I'm going to have when I hear you say this guest's name. I just realized how much fun it's going to be. Without further ado. Yeah. There are people that are kings and queens of certain mediums. So a little more ado. <laughs> kings and queens of certain mediums. Sure. 
This guy is more than a dabbler. Okay. He's in one thing, he conquers that. He's in another thing, he conquers that. Sure. He's very, very consistent Yeah, he's in the, the podcast sphere. He is, listen, we're, we're, we started a podcast, we, started we went straight to the top. We started a Patreon. Yeah. It's going very well. Yeah. It's going very well, and I'm telling you, it's only been a couple of weeks. Right. This guy's Our like numbers are through the a roof. total Patreon wizard. Yeah. He has a show that people will just come and only find him. If they're not in his club, they're not getting his show. I know. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for it. Let he's make this a ringtone. What's about to happen? He's on. He's on the flagrant ones. Sure, he is the flagrant ones. He's one of the ones. Yeah. Without further ado, say it, Rana. Cal Tat. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you got to love that. Cal Tat. Have you ever heard your name? C A H L T A H T. (laughs) Cal Tat. Yes. How do you say it? I say Carl. You do. Carl Tart. There isn't, not an H in there. Not an H in there, no. But you say K-A-H-I-L. <laughs> Carl. In your, the way you, where are you from? You Southern? Mississippi, yeah. Yeah, there you go. We are in Mississippi. The Gulf from? Coast. Really? That's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Oh, Fascinating. Do you miss it? I miss it a lot. Yeah. I miss it a lot. Uh, what do you miss? The sunsets? You know. The I, fireflies? Yes. Yep. Uh, I miss the easy living, you know? You get, you get out in this city and and everything is just moving and shaking at yeah. all times and I I do miss being just home. Every time I go home now, yeah. and it's just like a time where me, my dad likes to sit out on the under the carport and we just sit and Relax. talk or don't talk and yeah. have that, a drink. And I mean this in a good Isn't way. That in that nice. like heavy, thick air that yes. sort yeah. of makes you relax. I mean, it takes you out of your head a little bit. Yeah. It is that sort of Because it density. just rests on your body. It does. It's, it's yeah. actually very... I have a ton of family in Meridian, Mississippi, yeah. which is not near the Gulf Coast. Up north, yeah. Up north. Mm. Every time we would go there, it just felt like you were swimming in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In kind of a nice way. Yeah. Yeah. My mom will like get her hair pressed before we go, and then she's like, as soon as we step off the plane in New Orleans... It's like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How far are you from New Orleans? About an hour and a half. Whoa. Oh, that's it. Rana just went. I was just in New Orleans. Yeah. Really? It's a great city. It is a great city. There, it is a city of many contradictions, I will say. That there, there are many things that exist together in the same space. And in some ways, I mean, it's like no other American city in New Orleans. No. It is astonishing. Yeah. It is Pleasure Island, for sure. From uh, Peter Pan. Oh, no, Pinocchio. Yeah. When all the bad they, they turn into boys go to an island and turn That's donkeys. a horrifying scene. And they, it's horrible. Did but you ever see that? No. Don't. <laughs> Especially, or stop it. You don't know what Pleasure it? Island is? Pleasure Mm-mm. Island. In Pinocchio. Oh, it's, it's the scariest a bunch Disney of boys scene that, ever. But it really is. There's so, many, there's so many nightmares in Disney. But Pleasure that was, Island that was That top. took it too far. It's where the boys go, and it's a place where they're allowed to do whatever they want. Eat as much candy as they want. Yeah. Just go ride roller coasters all night. Yeah. Just go crazy. But it's basically, New Orleans is basically a pirate town. Yeah. I mean, it I is. Agree. People come in and off the Mississippi. It, the people are changing. If I ever wanted to murder my husband, <sighs> I'd take him to New Orleans for the night. And no one, and I would, I, I mean, I'm not kidding. I walked down the street. It was my first time there. I walked down the street. And I thought to myself, oh, if you ever want to murder your husband, just take him to New Orleans. And they probably help you bury the body. Absolutely. <laughs> no one's going to. Bring gonna, it over here, baby. No, one, no one's going to ask a question. Do you know that in those tombs uh, uh, in New Orleans, they have a button in each of them that you can, pr- because it happened one time where someone was still alive. Wow. Where. If you're in there, you press this button and it like alerts security. If you're being buried alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway. No, it's fascinating. But I also thought it was interesting how much it must have changed and how little it must have changed in the last 300 years. Yeah. It, yeah. it still feels the same as yeah. it has always been. And, I there, thought, and yeah. there are, I feel that you could only conduct business. Everyone is absolutely ripping you Did off you ever meet on Richard every Simmons? corner. I never met him, though. I see, oh, here's what's crazy about that. Oh, I love this. I ne- have never met Richard Because he's Simmons. from New Orleans. Yeah. That's why I bring it up. Me and my mother... We're on a plane back to Los Angeles one time when I was a child, because uh, I, I came here pretty early on, oh. and we were- You were back and forth between these places. Yes, yeah. and we, Richard Simmons was on our plane, and my mother said hi to him, because she's not afraid of anything. Yeah. She walked by, she said, hi, Mr. Simmons, and he was like, hi, honey. I was going to say, was he up or down? He because that's- Because this is like 2002. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Richard Simmons. What a, a great American. All right, we should get to Let's the get advice. To I could, I'd love to talk more about New Orleans. The only thing I didn't like about New Orleans was the colors. I'm not, I don't want green, I don't want purple. green and yellow and purple together. Those, Those are, are royal, royal colors. colors. Yeah. They are. You're Those right. Are We've discussed colors. this. Those are royal I colors. I don't want them together. I like purple by itself. I like green by itself. I like yellow by itself. I don't like them smashed together. What about black and gold? I love the, I, the Saints colors I enjoy. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I like Drew Brees. He's a good quarterback. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. They're a good so, team, the Saints. Yeah. They're okay. Yeah. I think they've done better. They, <laughs> they have. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, see? Well, they had but they could also do worse. They yeah. had a disappointing year. But I root, <laughs> I do, I do root for the Saints. <laughs> when I was in New Orleans, here's a perfect example of New Orleans, that Hard Rock Hotel. Remember what That's where there? you stayed? No, I didn't stay at the Hard oh. Rock. They were building the Hard Rock Hotel. And in October, I believe it was, there was a construction accident. And four people died, I think. Really? And two of them are still, either three or four people died, and two of them are still stuck in the debris. Okay? And they told everyone, sorry, we can't get the bodies out. The building collapsed. They said, we can't get the bodies out because somehow or other, if we destroy this is, and it's absolute garbage, but if we destroy this building, if we raise this building in order to get these bodies out, the these two, guitars wouldn't they're, survive. They're stuck to. <laughs> <laughs> the, These kiss masks. We'd have, to, we'd have to raise the cafe too, and we couldn't possibly. <laughs> we have to sell T-shirts. Uh, they, yeah, we'd have to. What are we going to do with all these Hard Rock Cafe New Orleans T-shirts? If, if we, you don't if we think... get rid of the building, and so they said they couldn't get to the bodies. Right. Right. So they put a tap over the front of the building. Okay. And everybody accepted this as an answer. The day I arrived, the tap had come loose and was flapping and people this building's right on the edge of the french quarter i mean everyone could see this building the top had come loose and there were legs dangling out of the building you're kidding me so the answer (laughs) really wasn't that they couldn't get the bodies they didn't want to they didn't want to and why didn't they want to because and for a number of reasons why didn't the mayor want to do it because the city was getting four hundred thousand dollars a day from the construction company to not knock the building down. And the were guy, any of the legs wearing ruby <laughs> slippers? <laughs> not a nice thing. It's to actually say. a horrible. It thing is, to and say. I regret it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's who you are. I don't think that's who I am. <laughs> it is now. That's okay. who you just became. And the other thing is the the developer has been telling people that they don't want to knock the building down because then he says he'll ruin every he'll have to destroy every building in the vicinity. What is happening? Because he wants to take that whole parcel of land. I mean, it's nothing but crooks. Go okay. to New Orleans if you want to murder your husband. Okay. I'll read this first one. Please Rana. do. Dear Rana, Brian, and guest. That's you, Carl Todd. Ooh. Carl Todd. 
Kyle Tat. I placed an order online for a pair of Timberland men's boots that was to arrive within three to five working days. Okay. A week later, I hadn't received anything. So I tracked the status of my parcel and it said it was left with my neighbor, but didn't specify the flat number it was left with. I knocked on every door British. in my building. British. I knocked on every door in my building to no avail. I finally called customer support who told me the package was left with my upstairs neighbor who had already asked and had denied it. I knocked on her door again, asking if maybe her housemate had collected the package and not informed her, but she said she lives alone and that there was no one by that name living there. I had gotten her name from customer support. I now feel like I'm in an uncomfortable position in my building, as I am fairly certain I'm living in close proximity to a thief. Hmm. I'm not too worried about my package, as I did not authorize it to be left with a neighbor, so I expect to be reimbursed. However, I'm now left wondering what this will mean for any future online shopping I may partake in. Well, I have to go through the stress of accusing my neighbor or of theft if another package goes missing? Is there a tactful way of probing this issue without getting hostile? Any advice would be appreciated. Kind regards, Paris from the UK. Mm. Well, one thing's for certain. Mm-hmm. Tell us. The US Postal Service is the best postal service in, a, in the world. I think you're right. It, it is. will in America anyway. I have definitely in America. Yeah. And <laughs> top three in the world for sure. What, do, why, why? what are you basing this I have on, lived Kyle? in Europe. Thank you. Where did you live? Thank in you. Amsterdam. Okay. Oh, were you a uh, boom Chicago person? Yes. Okay. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. But How long I did you do it for? I was there for a year. Okay. Wow. But That's I, a, I would think that'd be a tough city to be in for a year. It was very, extremely yeah. tough. Yeah. Uh, it's nice. I think it would be good for about three and a half weeks. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. Truly all you I need. I believe that. Yeah. I definitely was like, oh, I didn't think I was depressed. Yeah. And now I know <laughs> I am fully it's depressed. As soon as you stepped off the plane. Yeah, yeah. it was, it was tough. But yeah. um, the mail getting system over there yeah. was, the mail getting system was quite bad. Yeah. It was bad. Even locally? Yeah. Wow. Just the, they, it was called Post NL. And I was like, what is this? I also, I couldn't read a lot of stuff. But, and that doesn't help. But yeah, but they're not very. No, mo- I believe you though. I they're don't. They're not think- super motivated in that country to figure anything out. Yeah, they yeah. sort of do half a job. I definitely I mean, have come home with like a huge box, just yeah. like in the on the sidewalk. Yeah, and I'm like, what? This is mine. Yeah, y'all couldn't even left it on the stairs. Horrible. But no one took it. They're all high. Thankfully, nobody took it. Did right. you get high while you were there? I'm not. I'm not a smoker. I'm not either. But if I'm gonna smoke. Yeah. It's going to be in California. Sure. Yeah. It's better. Yeah. yeah. They mix tobacco with everything. I did it oh. one time. I had, I, so my teeth failed on me over there. Probably the process of me just hating life at the time. But what had, does that mean your teeth failed on you? I had a couple cow? teeth that were already pretty bad. Okay. And then I get over there and all of a sudden they want to just start swelling up and oh, pounding. Yeah. And that, to like come you, out. a cartoon toothache. Like yes. you think of a toothache. Yes. Yeah. And so somebody was like, you should try to smoke. And uh, oh god, that'll oh, help. The pain. Like, so you can go to sleep because I couldn't go to sleep. Anymore. Oh, okay, okay, awful. yeah. And oh, this uh, sounds like a nightmare. I smoked. All I did was center the pain and make my body very tired, and my mind just thinking about this pounding yeah. tooth in my mouth. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was last first and last time I smoked. I did you have to go to the dentist in Amsterdam? I did. Got two root canals. Oh, uh, how'd they come out? Bad. Yeah. Do you have to have them redone? Uh, I have or- not had it yet. I'm just sitting here. But Looking you, like the country bumpkin that I am with two uh, holes in my mouth. So they failed you. I mean, you. they took the teeth out. Not the full teeth, no. No. But you need to get a, a crown or something. I need to get roots removed yeah. and uh, implants. They, okay. They, well, Brian and I both have a terrific dentist If you in California if you're looking for one. Yes. His or you can come to Boston extru- and I can send you, you know, you can stay in Boston and I can send you my dentist. His yeah. teeth are ice 
white slash Ooh. blue, They're, which uh, it turns me off. Yeah. But just know he's great. <laughs> okay, but he's he's very passionate about being a dentist. He lo- he truly loves it. So, which okay. to me means he's about a week away from a murder spree. <laughs> so you have passionate feelings about the postal service. Yeah, I think I think we have the best. I'm proud to be, and my dad also is a postmaster in uh, oh, really? in, uh oh. Hancock County. Oh, there you go. In postmaster. That means county. he's yeah. running the county. He's postmaster. Yeah. I can show y'all his uh. His uh, certificate. He was very much like, take a picture of that and take it back and show you your Hollywood friends. Did the fabulous? I'd <laughs> yeah. love to see it. <laughs> yeah. Did the postmaster have? Does the postmaster have their own uniform? He wears regular clothes. Just wears these. Yeah, that's the privilege. Yeah, yeah. My dad being... wears regular clothes. I have to say, I do. I think the U.S. Postal Service gets too much flack. I do too. And I think whenever I send something, I always go with the Postal Service first. I love using the machine. In the you know if the line, if the line is too long I'll use the machine yeah. I think people I don't know why but the, I think there's something about the act of handing something to another person that people believe it will get wherever it's going mm. but I can't encourage people enough to use the machine. Do you ever weigh your backpack on the machine? My backpack, Brian. Or... <laughs> Just so I know how much I'm carrying around. I do. Yeah, I've done that. I'm sure you have. Yeah. It's more than you think. So we haven't given this woman any advice. Oh, yeah. Yes, you're living below a thief. You are living below a thief and a psycho. Yeah. Yeah. So come up with a real system for receiving your pick. Also, can you receive them at work? Or can you get... you know, because a lot of times you can get stuff delivered to your job. Yeah, but yeah. then you have to carry, you know, it's the right. unfortunate she has it's to carry London. it home. Yeah. I don't know if you can get a P.O. box in get the U.K. Box. You get must be box. able to get yeah. one. Get a P.O. box near your house and go pick up your packages because you're definitely living under a thief. There's no question. I'll also, tell you, do I, what I do. Have abnormally large feet. I I wear a size 14. I'm Nobody else in my business wears a 14. What do you think? Do you think the person upstairs just... But this is what's so strange is that... She sold them. She sold. She must have because he, he's a guy. She's oh. a package stealer. Yeah. She's stealing packages mm-hmm. and then either selling them on eBay or returning them. If they come from a large box store, Target, this one, that one. You can walk into some of these stores with no receipt. And, and you say, know what? I bought or the receipts in the box. It comes in the box. I bought these here yeah. and, you know. Tim's on 150 bucks. Yeah. I'll take cash bucks. for these. And you will hate your life if you confront this neighbor again. It, the last thing you want to do is live next to someone who you have deep animosity. There's yeah. nothing to be gained from another confrontation. Nothing, nothing. You know you're living with, with near a thief. If other people in the building are also experiencing the same problem, I mean, you could make it known. Honestly, I wouldn't pursue it too far. But you, if there was like a super in the building or a building manager, you could make it known that there is a bit of an issue. But... This is this is just going to end up being a gaslighting situation, and this person has no morals. So who knows what they'll do next? In my head, if she's you the keep very, giving them trouble. In my head, she's. Do you know Edward Scissorhands? Yeah, of course. She's the very religious lady who lives down the street who keeps saying that God's coming back and that he's Edward's from the devil. Mm-hmm. That's what the upstairs neighbor is. Yeah, this is not a winning situation, Paris. I hate to tell you, but you do have a thief, so you've got to come up with an alternative. I wonder where scenario. did he order the boots from because. Certain, I also like sometimes you get on Instagram and an ad pops up. And you're yeah. taking a risk yeah. when you send your money to these places. Yeah. Oh. Well, this is also the, but though they say that they've called and they, and the other thing is that the person, they had the neighbor's name. Oh. So, you know, when FedEx comes and they say, can you sign for this? Yes. So that way, if you accept my package, they can This say, person just signed their straight up name. Well, that's on a what's package. crazy. They were, it was not they, for them. They're a terrible thief. But they could just say, Kyle Tat, 
Are you good? Say, and I said, Where's, where's does anyone know what happened to my Timberlands? Kyle Tat signed for them. So then I can say, Kyle, Kyle Tat, where are my Timberlands? Yeah. And I'll slam the door in your face. Bro. Yeah. But they've already I, I said alone. to this person, you have, they have your name. And they said, no, they don't. So that's a real thief. That's yeah. a thief that doubles down. Yeah. You don't want to yeah. hate where you live. So just get over it yeah. and find either a P.O. box or <laughs> very specific instructions or um, get it delivered at work. Yeah. Or uh, get another pair. Stomp up to her place with yeah. them on and like, like this. You thought I was broke, but I don't even need them <laughs> funky ass boots. I just bought another pair. I also okay? think while and the door is open, boots are made for walking while you're walking up the stairs. Yes, or on a Bluetooth speaker. And if the door is open, I think you should push into the into the building, into the apartment, assuming you're larger than this person or you think you could take them, mm. and just say, "I'm just going to pick something I want from here." Yes, pick up, take a painting off the wall. And walk out. We oh, say now we're even. The next time you see what her do you think of that, in the hall, I love it. And the next time you see her, I think it's the right thing to do. <gasps> and the next time you see her in the hallway or getting her or mail just or take anything, take her purse off her arm and say, "Oh, this was delivered at my apartment." Yeah, yeah. And then, or you could gaslight her, and every time you see her, just say, "Missing something." <laughs> <laughs> or you could say, um, th- th- "Just no matter what the occasion, just say under your breath, why don't you just steal them." You could just start taking her packages hostage. Yeah. And if she knocks out, just have a pile of them. And if she knocks on your door, just Wear keep a, saying, Throw on a wig know. and say you have no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> All, right. All right, Rana. Dear Rana, Brian with a capital Y. Thank and you. Fabulous, the proper spelling. And fabulous guest, a.k.a. Kyle, Kyle Tech. I need help. I am an academic librarian at a very prestigious private university in the Bay Area. I've worked so, so, so hard to get here. And I finally feel like I have found my place in the world. I love what I do and the people I work with. That said, I have a supervisor that for whatever reason continues to work in this field despite hating it. He never misses the opportunity to trash it. And what's worse is that he is supremely lonely. Excuse me. (laughs) What do you know about it? (laughs) He regularly bring others in for one. You know what? Let's just back up here for a second. I'm a librarian at a very prestigious private university in the Bay Area. He regularly Let, bring others. Let's start getting, then what's was missing an apostrophe. Yeah. I wasn't going to say anything, but now we're on this. Study up, librarian. So let's do a little spell checking here. Remember that? He regularly brings others in for wine sessions, otherwise known as bitch sessions. W-H-I-N-A. Uh, in what is supposed to be one-on-one check-ins, missing a hyphen. Camps out at our desks for hours or follows us to lunch uninvited, complaining about his life, university administration, his lack of recognition, how much he hates everything, comma, et cetera, period. Recently, comma, a few of us went to She's his, adding in the punctuation. <laughs> recently, a few of us went to his boss about it. Although he was very hurt, he has changed his attitude slightly, but only after weeks of moping and trying to get office mates one word, to turn on each other in an attempt to find out who outed his bad behavior. He sounds like a... He I, sounds pretty great. I kind of want to have dinner with him Me just too. to see what he's about. Me too. Yeah. Because you just wanted to say, say to him, I'll grow up. I know. Yeah. It would but be, also keep going. Yeah. Because he, he's like a little Woody Allen character. He is. Okay. Sorry for the long intro, but I think some background is important. In August, I sensed something was going on with him and a coworker. 
He was not her direct supervisor, so I stayed out of it. I was happy that something made him happy and hoped that this would provide an outlet for negative restlessness. It has been almost seven months and they have yet to disclose the relationship despite everyone knowing. He has a bracelet with their initials and anniversary. His phone background is them holding hands. He has a cute nickname for her and he is omnipresent when she is on the clock regardless of whether he is scheduled that day. I'm worried you didn't pick a long enough letter, Brian. <laughs> no way. Additionally, we work nights, so there are no other managers there to witness this behavior, which is obnoxious. But until now, he has been fairly harmless. Are we at the problem yet? Okay. We are in the process of hiring a lot of new staff, which he is overseeing. It has come to my attention that she is being promoted and will be working under him. No, uh, no dumble entendre sure. intended. A choice he made. This is explicitly against conduct. And Here des- comes the librarian. And despite everything that I wrote about him to this point, I really like him as a person and do not want either no, of these people don't. to get in trouble. I am not sure if I should say anything to HR or his boss. I do not want him to get fired, but I am upset that he has a, not disclosed Librarian. It. And B, he is so awful at hiding it, essentially forcing me into this uncomfortable position. Furthermore, comma, my boyfriend applied for several, okay, here we go, yeah, of the positions. <laughs> a relationship that I have disclosed and is not against policy because we would be equals. Yet he hasn't give, given him an interview despite being the most qualified person for the job. I think to some degree this is clouding my vision because I am angry at the hypocrisy, but I also feel that this is wrong. He is so thin-skinned, 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 dear, and vengeful that I am afraid to talk to him. But I do not want to bring it to HR. Should I just leave it be? Or is this something that needs to be addressed immediately? Please do not use my name despite it. Oh, it, it, her his signature, email signature is out. <laughs> it's worth pulling up just to show you guys at some okay. point. But it's well, anyway, wild. she signed it Library of Sexual Congress. Yeah. Which is cute. Yeah. That's funny. It is That's cute. funny. First of all, she should be called a snitch is what she is. Busy body. She yeah. certainly is. Get out their business. There is a slight hitch here, though, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Her boyfriend hasn't received an interview. And that's all it, and that's this all other guys get. And she's, well... It's twofold. She's been incredibly patient. He was driving everybody crazy. Everybody wanted him to get something going. He finally got something going. Now he's driving them crazy in another way. (laughs) But fine. He's harmless. It's fine. He's kind of funny. Ha ha ha. Except for now. She wanted her boyfriend to get a job. She, all these people want to work with their significant others, by the way, which is totally. (laughs) What could be, have you ever dated anyone at work? No. And I don't plan on it. Can you imagine? Do your best not to. I mean, it's mental. It sounds terrible. Yeah. It's a whole, you know what work is for? Not having to spend time with your significant other. So you can just go to work and then come home. This is her signature. (laughs) Just so. uh, But she wants to remain anonymous. But that's her signature. What is going on? It's, I don't know. It's also an animated gift. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's animated. There are so many, I, I don't even know. It looks like Crank Yankas and, and Queen Elizabeth and I don't know what, a I chihuahua. Don't, I mean, this, yeah, it's crazy. And there's a woman lying on a towel saying coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it's outrageous. Right. In okay. any event, yeah. what is she to do? 
Okay, I'll tell you right what to do. Here's what you do. Her boyfriend isn't getting an interview. That's what she's upset about. And, and so she wants to say, in fairness to her, she is a librarian. She became a librarian for a reason, which is she likes rules. And she by wants the way, everything just so. You've got to, yeah. And these other people are librarians too. And they all and have library science fo- degrees. And they're not following the rules. And that's what they all, we're supposed to be librarians. We're supposed to be following the rules. You know and what? that is where the problem is. And I'll tell you right now, what you just said. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'm approaching middle age. And this is what I'll say. You are? Well, I don't no. know. How do, long do people live now? Forever. Okay, <laughs> then I'm not. Yeah. But this, I'll lean into this part. No way, Jose. Absolutely, not for one second. I would absolutely, based on that alone, Rana, what you just said about not following the rules in a place where structure is important yeah. and rules need to be followed, I would get on a Harley Davidson mm-hmm. and motor over to that office, crash through the glass. The HR office. Yes, yeah. and tell them immediately, red alert, 911, fire, 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 police, urgent. <laughs> <laughs> Get him the hell out of here. Get this philanderer, cheater. I don't know if he's cheating. Cheater of code. Cheater of code. Okay. Conduct. Out of here. We live in a lawless land where people are making up the rules as they go along. And it's not happening at this prestigious university in the library. Yeah. It's not happening. I'm with you, sexual congress. Do you think she should confront him about it before he nope. she goes to HR? Do you think she goes straight to HR? Kyle? I think she should. I think she should confront him about it first. Okay. What should she Cause say? Because be like, look, now I've been I've been cool with this the whole time. Yeah. Okay. You know how hard it is being a librarian in the Bay Area. All this mist mm-hmm. around these books. <laughs> just trying to. Keep, you have to. You're right. Yes. Humidity's a problem. Them, yes. Just right. trying to keep them from molding together. Absolutely. The pages. Yeah. So I've been quiet about this. You have been nothing. Listen, flaunt your phone in front of me, always trying to show me a funny meme, mm-hmm. knowing I'm gonna see you in a relationship. Yeah, you just want with me to her. know. You just want me yeah. to know, but you, but you ain't seeing, you ain't confirming or denying it. You got a bracelet. You got a oh, bracelet. The bracelet is yeah. so depressing. Oh, the bracelet really actually. <laughs> thank you for bringing that up again. It's the worst part of the whole story. It's the reason to get rid of him is the bracelet. I'm going to tell HR that you out here in these streets, and <laughs> if you don't. Hire my boyfriend. That's all I want. It's a small thing. He's qualified. He knows how to read. He knows how to stack books. He knows the Dewey Decimal System. He knows the order they go And you have to have a master's to to, um, be a librarian. Librarian science. Just hire my boyfriend. And if I was him, I'd be like, fine. I'm going to hire your boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And then dangle treats in his face all day. Yeah. You mean like other women? Yes. How? What women? Just other go. sexy librarians? Fight fire with fire. Oh, you want to go? Oh, we can go. You're, and the, and the you're going to bring... Wait, I don't understand where the sexy librarian treats come in. We to the boyfriend. When I hire... Because she's like, I'm going to tell on yep. you. And it's like, fine, fine. So he hires your boyfriend. He hires her boyfriend. He hires the boyfriend. Tricks him into a threesome. Tricks him into a threesome <laughs> with him and the woman on the bracelet. <laughs> but There's no recovering from that. It, yeah. <laughs> Gets him a bracelet. I'm going to be honest with you, Carl. You're the first guest I've liked on this show. (laughs) (laughs) I I understand your thought process more than my own, to be honest with you. I'm totally befuddled by the where the treats come in. The women. The women. Do you mean who are they? Others they could be students. Who is she dangling them in front of? She could start running a brothel out of that library. Her own boyfriend or the MOPA. No, no, he's dangling in front of her boyfriend because she threatened to tell HR. That he's not hiring her boyfriend. Oh, so he, first he's going to get her boyfriend. She's going to get her boyfriend hired, and then she's going to destroy his relationship. No, 
she's not destroying he the he, boss the is boss going to destroy is destroying her, her relationship, relationship once the boyfriend's because hired. she kind of is strong arming him into getting her boyfriend uh, you know what we, we live in a new world and as far as i'm concerned if he can seduce if that boss can seduce one coworker, he could also seduce another mm-hmm. if anyone is seen, i have no idea what's going on here anymore <laughs> okay he can angle he carl's saying he can dangle women in front of the the boyfriend who gets hired to he, make him cheat on his girlfriend. He's saying, you're saying, you might get what you want, but you're going to pay for it later. Yes. Yes. And yes. I'm saying he could do that or the boss himself could seduce yes. the guy. And they trade bracelets. Correct. <laughs> like in that movie about those, um, I don't remember the name of the movie. What happened? That documentary about like the g- girl whose Mormon parents let her let that grown man sleep in bed with her. Oh my gosh. And the guy who was what? the guy who was sleeping with the girl had seduced the mother and then and the, the father, father and they were Mormon. Oh, yes, so I they were afraid to that. tell anybody. I did see that. <laughs> oh, he crazy. was next to a neighbor. Yeah. yeah, it was called like Nancy's back or something. Oh, it wasn't called that. It but was it was something ne- he was the next to a neighbor that was seducing them all. And then it turned out everyone had had those affairs. Yeah. And then he convinced her that the aliens had a I think her. Kyle is right. I think you say to him uh, I've stood by and I've been very cool about this, but I'm not going to be cool about this any longer. Yeah. And either you're going to make this right or or you you can tell HR or I can tell HR. Mm-hmm. You can decide how you want to do this. Bring this library down. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. And you know what? At first I was going to say just stay out of it, but abducted in plain sight, that's the name of the documentary. I do think it's very important to understand that these are librarians that we're dealing with, and this woman signed up for a life This is a life. Rule that's right. Following. That's right. That's who her people are. And he is breaking librarian code. I wouldn't, you know what? Yeah. I wouldn't expect it. I would, I, would, I would not, I would report this behavior in a politician and I would report this behavior in a library. Okay. Hello, Rana and Brian. Yeah. Would you like to read? Oh, sure. Sorry. Or I can, whichever you want. No, I want to make sure that I still like this one. Okay. This. Oh, I do. I, I, this is a two-parter and I'm wondering if we should only do the first part because the second part, I don't know that we're going to know. Okay. But I mean, we, we could certainly, I'll read it all. I'll read it all. Okay. Hello, Ron and Brian. No love for Carl Tart. Hello, all right. I'm going to be me. That's right. <laughs> Now, we're not experts in this field, but it is an interesting question. Hello, Ron and Brian. I really enjoy your podcast. Thank you for taking the time to read this. Are we this. experts in any field? No. We're experts on our own, on our own fields. We're experts in our own opinions. Correct. Yeah. Um, this is a gigantic ice skip in this beverage. I know. We, uh, yeah. we, we have, we're, we're drinking tequila. You know, they make, they make these ice cubes now that look like the Death Star. You can buy them at Sur La Table. They look like uh, Star Wars ice cubes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I also completely forgot I have to go work out after this. <laughs> oh, Kyle. Do you have a, a trainer? Yeah. Tequila's an up bar. Oh, yeah. I'll be all right. That's yeah. true. I just got to drink some water. I always drink you, tequila. Now, did you go on like a training made app so that you were able to find someone in Marblehead that would work out with you? Is that like a thing people can do? Uh, yes. Isn't yeah. that? So it's like you wherever you are in the country, you can find someone you can, to work out with you. Yeah. That. That's huh. great. Isn't that amazing? Carl Tart in Boston working out. I wonder if he'll go to Equinox sure. or, or 24-Hour Fitness, yeah. Orange Therapy, what's it called? Orange Theory. Orange Theory. <laughs> curves. I'd love to do there Orange Therapy. There is a Curves if you want to go there. I bet they'd let you in. No, they won't. I've tried. Well, I would say I'd send them to the JCC, but because you're in litigation with them, I don't yeah, think that I don't that's think a good idea. That's correct. Yeah. I okay. don't think. You know what, Kyle? I have a gym in my house if you want to use it. Really? That's yeah. cool. And it has, Wait, pel- what? It has a Peloton. And we have no, no, no. I mean, we have anything you could kettlebells no. or uh, 
no. therabands. No, you can't because in any of those balls that son is ex- of all different sizes. That gym is exclusively for her balls. son and her. No one else can and go in. And whoever I want to no, invite. No one else can go Kyle, in. Kyle, you know what? You came on this No! <laughs> Brian. So, it's not that I have anything. Why no. are you... Kyle is our guest, Brian. Why It's your gym. You can do whatever you want Kyle with Kyle is our guest. What am I? Carl is our guest, and you're making him feel unwelcome. Carl, I have to be honest with you; it's not a nice gym. Okay, I wouldn't. I mean, don't even bother looking at it on the way out. It's not a nice gym, Carl. It's It's a Peloton. Yeah, it's dirty. Yeah, a dirty Peloton. He just came out. No, dirty. Does it seem like there's anything that dust has touched a particle of dust? It's the only room that's carpeted. I wouldn't trust it. Okay, all right. He's never been in it. I haven't. I'm dying to go in, (laughs) even just for a tour. It looks like a conservatory, like you would think of a music conservatory, but it's a gym. Oh. So it's all glass walls. Yeah, it's, it's terrific. And there is an infrared sauna in there. I don't know if that's what? interesting to you. Yeah. And it's steam. It's Schwitz. Yeah. Ronna, you know my back hurts all the time. I would love you to go You should lay for- on the floor. Okay, read the Hello, letter. Ron and Brian. I really enjoy your podcast. Thank you for taking the time to read this and to address this current issue I'm having. That's ve- By the way, that's a lot of presumption. <laughs> I have a very... I have a very cute and precocious 11-year-old transgender oh daughter. Okay. We started oh, this no, year. No, we're not experts at this, but no. we'll give you our But opinion. it's an interesting question. Yeah. We yeah. started this year as New Year, New You, and she's been presenting oh, at school. That's what we did, too. That we was did. our theme, yeah. She has been presenting at school and socially as female. I totally support this, and it has been a good experience for both of us. The problem is that at school, she and her friends have chosen a name that I really can't stand. Mm. I understand the need to support her and granted her name before it was very male. It was Adam, and there was no way to make it gender neutral, so I get it, but she has chosen Fiona. I am not a fan. (laughs) There is some baggage with the name Fiona. We have gone over some other names that have- Fiona Hill. Sure. She was terrific. Fiona Apple's terrific. Yeah. Fiona Hill, though, isn't she the one who did the um, the congressional hearings on the impeachment, right? Yeah. No, yeah, you're she right. She was absolutely yeah. incredible. What, terrific. A, what an icon. Terrific. Yeah. There's some baggage with the name Fiona. We've gone over some other names that have more of a family history, and she keeps choosing ones that are less than stellar. She is 11. When I was 11, I was playing Love Boat with my friends, and we thought Gopher and the Doc were cute. Clearly, my 11-year-old brain could yeah. not be trusted. Yeah. I don't well, want her to- Well, it's funny. Pay- Everybody thought they wanted Gopher, because he was funny, but he was, and the Doc was a sexual harasser. But looking back on it now- Do you know I've never I'd seen one episode of the show? I'd probably rather sleep with Doc than sleep with Gopher. Did you ever watch the show? I have I've not. I've never no. seen one episode. Yeah. Well, right. I'm a lot older than you, too. Well. Yeah. Uh I don't want her to pick a horrible name and then be stuck with it forever or constantly change her name. I also totally recognize my need for motherly control, and possibly that is some of the issue here as well. She knows I am not a fan of Fiona. So how do I get my daughter to pick a name that we can all get behind? They Okay, the second part is a good wig recommendation, which I don't know that we know much about. I'm happy to read well, it. Well, let's hear it. Okay. Also, we need a good wig, wig recommendation. We bought some clip-in hair extensions to use while her hair grows out from a short boy cut. Right now, it is like a long shag. If we flipped the ends up, it would be like Lisa Renna's. So we've been braiding and pigtailing it for a while. <laughs> the clip-in extensions are not great. Her hair is pretty thin, so you can see the clips. She thinks it's awesome, but she also thinks that justice in the mall is the height of fashion. As does every 11-year-old, by the way. Also, she has asked me for Balenciaga platform Crocs. Wow. I'm not getting them, but I am impressed. Very. I've been thinking about a halo hairpiece. See, I don't know what that is. What are your thoughts on that? We would also need to color match, and with her only being 11, it feels My weird to color God. her hair. You always have the best recommendations, so I look forward to hearing what you think. I'm also worried that a wig on an 11-year-old will look really strange, kind of toddlers and tiaras. Help. 
Sincerely, a woke mom, but not woke with the name, Kate. First of all, I do have to say, Kate, good for you for supporting your daughter through this. That yes. is the first big thing is that yeah. you, you're doing the right thing categorically. Yes. What do you, first of all, what are your gut reactions on the name? What do you think of the name? Because you sort of like it. I like it too. What are your feelings on the name, Fiona? It, it feels like something that people would name their kid. I don't I Is don't it think because of Shrek that she hates it? I'm wondering. That might be what it is. Yeah. She just doesn't like it. Right. But it doesn't matter what she likes. I'm sorry. If Fiona likes the name Fiona, then let her She's keep 11. Her. Yeah. You had the chance to name her when she was zero, and she lived with Adam. Yeah, for 11, for years, 11 tough years. Which is a perfectly nice name. Sure. But she feels she is Fiona. Yeah. She does. So there's nothing you could... The name, the ship has sailed on changing the name. Yep. They're calling her Fiona at school. Yep. And I'm sorry if your last name is Pfeffelbaum or whatever sure. your name is. Oh, you she, mean if there's like alliteration or something? Pfeffelbaum yeah. or whatever their, la- their last <laughs> or Fiona. name is. Yeah, Fiona, Fiona. <laughs> Fiona, Fiona Witz or whatever yeah. her name is. It does... You, when you decided to support, this is, I think, I sort of love this question because I think it's wonderful that you're so supportive of your child's identity. But isn't it great how woke supportive people can be petty? Because guess yeah. what? It's called being a parent. Totally. And when you're in a parent. That's why I love parent, this. You're in a relationship with your child. Nicknames are cute. Call her Fifi. Yeah. If you want to come up with something that you can live with at home, I think that's a great idea. Fiona. Yeah. Feffel. Sure. Five five of the mouse. Fifle. Whatever from from American Tale. Yeah. Uh but this is a this is a formed, semi formed person that has made this choice. And it'll be hilarious if when Fiona turns twenty one or eighteen or whatever, if she decides to change her name again. Sure. And says, Wasn't that funny? People do that sometimes. People also change the pronunciation of their names or like I know many gay men who have gone from Chris to Christopher mm-hmm. in the yeah. blink of an eye. Or yeah. like you know what I mean, from Ben to Benjamin. It happens all the it's time. It's about identity. Yeah. At the moment she's just trying to express herself. I understand it's tricky because it Fiona feels like it feels like the pink hair streak of names. It feels like she chose the pink hair streak for right now. And so for six months, she's going to want to be Fiona. And then after that, she's going to want to be Christina or Vanessa or Alexandria or whatever. But at the moment, you have no choice but to support her. But what I think is really quite genuinely sweet about all of this is that it doesn't matter how supportive you are. One of the fundamental issues about being a parent is that you, your child does not belong to you. They're their own person. And so it doesn't mean that every decision they make is correct and that you need to to support everything that they do, but it doesn't mean that they're going to agree with you either. I know someone who, okay, I I know the grandmother in this situation. Okay. The grandson was born and the grandson would have been blank, blank, the sixth. Okay. So this was a name that was five generations deep, mm. about to be six. They didn't name him that. They finished having their children and didn't name anyone that. And so there is no sixth. Okay. It ended there. And the grandmother lost her mind. Yeah. But at the end of the day, she came, and it was a name she also hated. Yeah. The one that they chose. And but she it was, was a totally tradition. Benign. No, no, no. She loved the traditional name. The name they chose, she hated. Oh, I see. Okay. On top of it, on top of them completely just burying all of And they had five them. children? 
No, he was her son was the fifth. And was that her of that was like the first were there any of the boys? Let's say James the fifth. Oh, I see. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like her, his father was James the fourth, and it goes back, back, and back. And there was just the one son in the family. Correct. Yeah. And so this grandchild did not take on that name to be James the Sixth. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. She came around though. What what's your other choice? You can't you you just gotta get over it. Yeah. You just have to get over it. I'm and she's so after... sad and upset about and it. Also... I'm named my father. Are you? And I have a brother with the same name. No, what you're you, both Carl. What do, you, mm-hmm. what do you mean you have a brother with the same do name? Do you both go by Carl? George Foreman. We both go by George Foreman, George Foreman, George Foreman. Basically. And George Foreman. Yeah, me and my brother have the same name. Hey, what's your age? What's your uh, age? nine years apart? Excuse oh, well, that's me. long enough. Excuse me. What? Don't just blow past the fact that he and his brother have the same name. It's remarkable. Why <laughs> do you have the same name? Uh, we have different mothers. Okay, but you have the same father. We have the same father. Yeah. His name. He's Big Carl. I'm Little Carl. Why? Are, and my brother. Why Carl did Junior. your what's father, the brother? Carl Junior. CJ. Why did your father insist on naming his second son Carl? That I will never know. Why have, you, have you asked that question when no. you're sitting in those hot Mississippi nights outside having a, a beer together? I've never asked. I is I, your father a great guy? Yeah, my father's He's dope. Crazy so there you go. Why not? He, uh, you know, because it's a mystery. We didn't. We didn't grow up. Uh, I didn't grow up with him. Yeah, you grew in the up with your, your mother raised you, but you have a great me. relationship yes, I have with a great your relationship father. With my dad, yes. yeah, great. Um, he got my parents had me in high school. Okay, and he got married again. Yeah. Uh, well, he got married for the first time. Yeah, and. Uh, so he was in his late twenties, and and he had my brother, and I think there was some p- push from my uh, former stepmother. They're not together anymore. I think she wanted. Oh, to. she wanted a junior. Oh, she wanted to own that. Isn't that fascinating? Got it. And I think wow. her, her and my mother and he did, went with did not get along completely. But your brother is known as CJ. Well, at his at his school, he's known as Carl. But in your family, yeah. he's CJ. And, and the family, he's CJ. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you're L- little Carl. That's little Carl by the family. Yeah. Uh, do you ever funny. get Do you ever get tired of that, or do you think never? It, yeah, I, I wouldn't it. either. Actually, I think it's I, I think it. it's nice. And I'm taller than my dad now. And yeah. I, and it's I, cute. I love it. I, when Very my family calls me that, I know. Yeah. I never yeah. had. I would have liked like. Uh, I mean, I do have nicknames that like my grandparents gave me and stuff, but nothing like that. They always call me. Mm-hmm. But Carl has a couple of different identities, which is kind of fun. You, Carl. And Me? your father, Kyle, too. Yeah. And and Kyle Jr., by the way. Mm-hmm. Because they're all, there's, I mean, this is, and this is, of course, the modern society is that there were blended identities. Yeah. So your father lives in Mississippi. He was married. Now he's not married anymore. He's the postmaster. He has his son that lives in Los Angeles. He has his other son who probably was raised in his household with him, at least for Probably most of his yet. life. Mm-hmm. What? Do, uh, and yeah. so they're all, it's very, but it, this is what's in a name is the question. So it probably feels great. You have a great relationship with your father, which maybe there were times in your life where you wondered what would that be because he was far away. Mm-hmm. And now you have this wonderful relationship and what a heartwarming That's thing what I mean. That's actually that nice. Call, that they yeah. call you little cow, a little cow. Yeah. Because in Los Angeles, people don't call you that. No, they just call me Carl. No. Does he, do so your that parents... just belongs to you though. That's yeah. that's indicative of that relationship. I, it's beautiful. I, we ask this, I think, of every it's the single same guest. with Fiona. Yeah, she's Fiona at school. She likes being Fiona. Yeah, that's who let she her, is. You should just let if her. If you want to call a Fifi at home, or yeah. you want to call a Fi, or you want to call a whatever, or you want to call a Adam. I mean, I don't know, but no, Rana, <laughs> that would be really regressive and tech, basically abusive. <laughs> that's not gonna fly. I mean, you did name her Adam, but in any event, no, Rana. If you want to come up with a nickname. That you can live with. This is actually wonderful, I think. Then that is your connection to her. And that is something that 
that exists between just the two of you. And I just that have is to for say, you two. Yeah, At home, you, she is blank. In the world, she is Fiona. And I have to say, Kate, in microcosm, yeah. she might live in a very accepting place. But obviously, you know that the world at large is less accepting of this than you are. Yeah. And the culture is just not completely on board with this by a long shot. So if the name makes her happy, and I don't mean to sound like didactic, but if the name makes her happy, let her have it. There's nothing you can do. She's 11. And there's She's nothing not can, And three. also, by the way... Even if she was three, she'd have an opinion. What 11-year-old doesn't think justice is the height of fashion? What is she supposed to be into? Like, shades of vanilla? They're not, she's not there. <laughs> the Check other- out Dwayne Wade, some Dwayne Wade videos right now. Dwayne Wade has a trans Zaya, daughter right now. That's right. They named her Zaya. I don't know who picked that name. I don't know if Zaya she picked, picked it. it. That is, now that's a dope name. Zaya yeah. picked it. Well, Zaya's name was Zion, which was a great yes. name bef- too. Mm-hmm. And now she's Zaya. And we actually were talking about them last week. Uh, the parents, okay. the best Gabby parents in the world. Gabby Union, I know Gabby, people. who I love. I was just saying, check out some Dwayne Wade highlights because he yeah. gets basketball. Oh, just like uh, basketball, yeah, just, real? Yeah, just check out his well, basketball he was, highlights. He was good. Yeah, he had his time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so separately and unrelated. And also listen check to out Dwayne Patreon <laughs> Patreon.com slash flagrant ones, which is Kyle's NBA podcast. Yeah, is correct. that right? Mm-hmm. So you know all about D Wade. Mm, always. But no, they have been incredibly supportive parents. Yeah. And here's the deal with the wig. Forget about the wig. Forget about the clippings. Forget about all of that. Okay? This right. kid's hair needs to grow out. Don't forget that as the hair is growing out, you still need haircuts because otherwise it does look crazy. So even though she might say, but I want it to get longer. I don't want it to get any shorter. You need to shape it. And a fun way to deal with that might be a few pink streaks or a few blue streaks or a something. If she wants some highlights, personally, I'd probably wait. let you make your kid wait till they were about 13 or 14 before I started getting them highlights. But people color their hair. I mean, it's not good for your hair. And of course, you don't want to start too early, but it's whatever. It's going to happen. And if it's helping her with her transition into her identity, then it's worth it. In the Balenciaga heels, I mean, I'm impressed. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And I just say in the meantime, Well, she knows, I'm sure they make a knockoff version that you can get a fast fashion version, but I'm impressed with the eye. don't want to knock off. I'm impressed with the eye. Well, she's 11. She needs to slow down. (laughs) Yeah, her feet are still growing. Yeah. And by the way, this is what I also want to say, Kate. So they do make them in, you know. E.J. Johnson has completely changed the face of fashion. You can get a size 18 Givenchy shoe if you need it. I saw E.J. in the club a couple weeks ago. Do you dare? Very mm-hmm. snobby. Can you say which Very club snobby. you can? Yeah, Tenants of the Trees. Okay, great. Yeah. Oh, he was over there? Yeah. Wow. I saw him. On the saw, east side? Yeah. I saw EJ I live right around the night. corner from there. You should have told me. I should have told you. I'm sorry. It's, it's hard to get in there sometimes. I it made me take EJ. my hat off, and I don't like that. No. Yeah. Why did they make you take That's your hat so off? Crazy. It's It's, well, it's discrimination. Really? I've never I'm heard. about to come into this expensive bar and buy a, a healthy amount of drinks. And you're going to look at me and tell me I can't wear that a hat? Is, that is outrageous. Especially yeah. in, uh, like in a even... place like Silver Lake. And I walk in, I see 15 white dudes with hats. I was going to say, are the people wearing hats? Yes, of course. People wearing so hats what did you that. say? I, I and can't they're all say wearing nothing. stupid hats. Yeah. What yeah. do you mean you can't say I can't say anything. anything. They take it and they, they say you can't come in with it. And sometimes I try to hide it. I'll stuff it in the back of my Just shirt. Just a baseball or hat? Yeah. Tenants of the Trees, you're on notice. That's a popular well, word. Been on notice yeah, but that's a were... place where they had a date rape situation. Yes. What? Yeah, the bartenders. I read the I read I go to LA, I read about it. What happened there? You're more plugged uh, in than I am. I I saw EJ and I saw uh what's his name? The the new singer guy, the guitar player, Lee Lee uh Leah Remini. Leon. Oh, Leon Bridges. Leon Bridges. Yeah, yeah, he was up in there too. Oh. <laughs> I saw Leah Remini. <laughs> <laughs> 
So she is EJ, so fine to me. EJ and Leah Remini you. together. Is it, is it the lips or the nails that does it for you? Both. And the way she talks. You like that she's to put together. Yeah, I like Over, that Overly put together. Mm-hmm. And I Dan. like that she's always the same tone. And she's always like, so what happens at the church is, I love watching her. I <laughs> and do you watch the Scientology her. show that she does? No. No, you should see her in action. It's amazing. Even if you just see a clip of it in action, yeah. she's pretty it great. It is pretty yeah. great. But EJ, I, I used to see at Barney's in... in uh, Beverly Barney's Hills Beanery? Oh. R.I.P. No, I would be having... <laughs> I was a, a bouncer there. I would be... Were you really? At the one in West Hollywood? Burbank. Okay. I would be shopping at Barney's in Beverly Hills, and then you'd stop, of course, and go have lunch. At First, it was Barney Greengrass, then it was Fritz. And EJ would often come in, because there's a salad he likes there. So he'd so we would occasionally be at adjacent tables. But and not, just raise eyebrows but, at each other? Yeah, but not... We were, too, we were both too cool to acknowledge I've each other. Absolutely But he knew what he it. was looking at. He yeah. knew what he was looking at. I think, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay, we have time for one more. Okay. So I'm going to do this last one, not the next one. Because I think the next one is sort of similar to the last do one. Do what you want, Brian. Isn't I mean, nice? the idea that I could control you at this point is absolutely unbelievable. Dear Rana and Brian and Carl, my boyfriend and I have been together for over three years now. He's turning 40 in a few months, and I really want to celebrate him in a special way. Here's the rub. He is Middle Eastern and lives in Kuwait, and I am a Heinz 57 of a white person and live in the U.S. Here's the second sort of rub. We're a gay couple. I've met his mother, Mm. who lives on the top level of their house. She's lovely. She knows we're together, and she's doing her best. Yeah. I've also met some of his other family as well, who were nothing but kind to me. There are obviously cultural considerations. I can't really be flaunted around as his partner whenever I'm in Kuwait. No. And we all understand the rules. Okay. He turns 40... Excuse me. He turns 40 soon. It's a big milestone. He's actually not looking forward to this milestone. Feels he's getting old, etc. Even though a lifetime as a practicing Muslim without an ounce of pork or a drop of alcohol makes him look 10 plus years younger. I believe you. I don't want to become a burden. Pork is delicious. <clears throat> it's delicious, but it nothing ages you like pork. You think it's taking 10 years off your life? I don't think so. <laughs> and I say that as a Jewish person. I'm not giving up pork anytime soon. Sure. Absolutely not. Have you had any barico ham? Of course, I mean, it's but I'll tell you. I'll tell delicious. you what. I'll just take. It's a the salt basic, in pork that's I'll the issue, take, not the pork itself. I'll just take a basic bacon any day of the week. Yeah, over even Iberico ham. Okay, there's nothing better. Sure. Okay, I don't want to become a burden. Maybe that's too strong of a word. If I decide to travel to Kuwait on his birthday and his larger extended family decides to throw him a big party or something. He also hates surprises of any kind. Gifts, experiences, trips, etc. I'm kind of at a loss of what to do. Should I treat this as a normal birthday and get him something nice that he asks for specifically? Should I try to do something bigger with all these considerations taken into account? And if so, any suggestions? I know that only Rana's expert counsel and Brian's, this I don't appreciate, (laughs) Brian's dot, 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 inspired question mark suggestions can help me with this predicament. Sincerely, long distance lover. P.S. We do have a long-term plan to end up living in the same country. He's a surgeon and nearing the point in his career that we can move to a country that's more LGBT friendly to be together. Also, as a Kuwaiti doctor, he has the financial means to pay for literally anything he could ever want. So what would be something I could do for him? I mean, what do you think? He's a practicing Muslim. Yeah. He is, for safety reasons, closeted to his extended family, it sounds like. Yes, though everyone knows. See, it seems, to be honest, it seems like a best case scenario for this family. How do you mean? mean? Everybody seems pretty tolerant of that. He has met other members of the family. 
He's met the, right. the the mother's pretty nice about it. He's met other members of the family. Right, that's already pretty shocking to me. I have to tell you, I've I've encountered this situation before. And as much as we want to put our Western ideals onto this, which is everyone should get to live their life whoever they want. Even to. Western ideals. I mean, my parents are atrocious with this stuff. Yes, you, <laughs> but. <laughs> But shame on them. They live in the United States. Of America. I, oh, I see what you mean. Yes, that we culturally it's different here. Obviously, yes. Um, yeah, it's a more. We live in society. America. Your parents need to get hip. Sure. At this point, Fair okay. Enough. Right. They've lost the fight. Fair they enough. can keep fighting it in their house if they want to. Yeah. And you can keep not coming there if they want to keep that. C u m m i n g. As in e e Cummings. So in some ways. His parent, his family is very progressive. Right. You have to respect that. Just because this is, re- in some ways, it's wonderful. It's a milestone. Of course, you should do something for him. We're going to discuss that. In other ways, it's one night of the year, and there's no reason to make other people uncomfortable or to embarrass people or whatever. I don't think by, he'd enjoy that by throwing. Okay. No one would enjoy it, including you, just because it's what you want. He also knows he hates surprises. Yeah. That is a, I don't like surprises. Have you either. ever dated anyone whose family really didn't like you? No. Just Everyone's Leah Remini. Slee Remini's family yeah. did I, not like I her. had a girlfriend once whose grandma was racist, but I never met her. So she would so, just say, well, my grandmother's racist. Yeah, but her yeah. dad was real cool with me. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Look, that was his mama. But also within your family, there were people you don't agree with about this yeah. or that. And so there's really nothing you can do about those people. Yeah, I mean, you can try and change their mind by example, just so. And also, you can sort of say, you know, usually when there are children involved or a big event like a wedding or something, you can try and change people's minds and say, you can either come do it our way, or you can not come and not be part of our lives, and that sometimes wakes people up a little bit. But that's not what we're dealing with here. He hates surprises. It's his fortieth. You should make a plan together. You should say, and by the way, you should probably make this plan outside of Kuwait. Even if it sounds like they see each other in Kuwait because the doctor is there and blah, blah, blah. And now with Corona, who knows? But what does Corona How have much to do they with? can wear? The, the, I, w- I would have said go to the Amalfi Coast to go to Lake Como. You can't go to Italy. But you can't go to Italy. You can't go to right I- I- Iran. And you can't go to Iran Not if you plan. Or South Korea, don't Iran's go there. Iran's supposed to be very beautiful, but come I here. Go to San Diego, the Coronado. Yeah. That's Hit true. The, I'm never leaving America again. The Coronado. Yeah. The Coronado. The Coronado. Go to the El Coronado. Everyone on Coronado Island, you better ski daddle. (laughs) But truly, you should say to him, look, you're going to be 40. I want to celebrate it. I don't care if you want to or you don't want to. I know you're regretting this. So I want to make a plan together. Okay. We should go to Paris for the weekend. We should go to wherever for the weekend. We can, If I come to Kuwait, which would be wonderful, then I would love to have a dinner. I would love to throw you a dinner. You can invite whoever you want, or it can just be us. He doesn't want a dinner Whatever. for him. Yeah, but if you want, if maybe right. he wants his mother the, to come. A non-surprise dinner. I want dinner. to have dinner yes. with you and my, my sure. mother. Sure, or, or if you want, what we could do is we could have it at your house and I'll hire a chef. Or whatever, whatever it is. Or I'll cook dinner. You know, I don't know what, I mean, it sounds like... The boyfriend has a lot of resources, and so you can kind of do what you want here. And just like every everything else in these societies, of course, these guys know who the chef is to hire that isn't going to tell everybody what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so just say, I love you. I want to show that to you, and I want to make it nice, basically. But I, 
I really am feeling touchy about, I want you to be comfortable. It's your day. The last thing I want you to do is be uncomfortable. Let's plan something wonderful together. And if he's very nice. And if he says, honestly, I just don't want to do anything, then you can say, you know what? If that's how you feel about your birthday, because some people feel that way, you don't want to celebrate it with anybody, that's fine. The day after your birthday, I'm throwing you a dinner. I've, so I don't want to, I don't want to forget about if you want to be alone on your birthday, that's fine, but I'm not, not doing something for you. So let's either plan it together or I'm going to humiliate you in front of your whole family. I have three I'm ideas and speedo. one question. My first question is, I've never heard the phrase Heinz 57 of a white person. Yeah, me neither. Okay. Fun, I'm about though, to start using it. it? It's yeah. good. Heinz yeah. 57 ass white boy. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. My first idea is this. Tickets to Hamilton because everyone's always impressed with that. Oh, the Kuwaiti version. The Kuwaiti. No, bring Hamilton. bring him tickets to Broadway, <laughs> Hamilton. No, okay, that was my first. Idea. No thanks. For my me. second idea: lean into the surprise element. <laughs> and here's what you do: put on an outfit that's the same color as the wall. You definitely do want hide against the wall. I was going to say put on like a nurse's outfit or okay. something, but definitely go in disguise. Oh, to the hospital. Again. Oh, yeah. Sure. So that he never works again. Yeah. And get, Dresses a candy Get in on this fun. with his mother. Yeah. You have to really get in good. Get a copy of his birth certificate. Change the year. Mm-hmm. And say, hello, sir. I'm a nurse and I, I had to run over. <laughs> I regret to inform you. Say it in Arabic. T- you're turning 41. <sighs> so that could be one. Yeah. And That's then, an option. And then... He freaks out. You re- you reveal yourself, and he's relieved. And you say, "I'm just kidding. I changed your birth certificate. You're 40." Not everybody wants a big event. Plan a weekend together, or a dinner together, or something where you two know. You know, what would be a real gi- gift to this guy. Go ahead. A situation where he feels he can completely be himself. This guy has to keep up appearances all day, every day. Yeah, sure. Even if it's Fire just- Island. Truly, though. Or a gay crew, not a cruise anymore because of Corona, but something where he can go to a place where he's completely free to behave however he wants, and he doesn't have to think my mother's best friend's going to yeah, be go there, to a gay resort and see me at a thing and blah blah blah. Great idea. Give this guy the gift of letting his hair down. Yes, he's he. I mean, we can we have our own Western opinions about how people should live their lives. But this guy, this is the reality of his life. And until you move to Berlin or wherever you move, where you two can have the life that you want to have, this guy, think about the stress level involved in having to keep everything under wraps. He doesn't drink or anything like that. I mean, he has to unwind somehow. Just get a hotel somewhere fabulous and just go at it. And for the gift, and for the gift, if you really want to give him something, just think about, What's unique to him? And get what him a bracelet with his initials and the date you met. Make it, <laughs> and then get him a library card. Exactly. And then get him a job at a library. <laughs> Carl, then, what would you give someone for a landmark birthday? Oh, that's hard. Because I know. I I am with homeboy. I don't like surprises. Yeah. yeah. Don't surprise me. You why getting, don't you? You like getting thrown them? against a wall? You surprise me. Okay. So why is that? I just don't like that type of fanfare in my. I don't even like birthday parties. Period. I hate them. I'm with and you. I, I had a birthday party. I love going to other people's birthday parties. Yeah, sure. But my own. So I turned thirty last year, and I had a. Oh my God, I thought you were at least thirty-one. I'm thirty-one now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Dead on, Rana. <laughs> I had a. Uh, I had a birthday party last year because I was turning thirty, mm-hmm. and I was like, "It's a milestone birthday." So here's what I'm gonna do. And my birthday's right after New Year's too. Yeah. So it's hard, but. Uh, When's your birthday? January 5th. That's my birthday. What? Kyle. 
Kyle. Look at that. Happy wait, birthday. We wait, what? Hello, Cap. Well, that's not... I don't... Are you sure you were born on January 5th? Kyle, January 5th? we have the same birthday. 1989. That's what a very... That? And also, it's a very Rana. unique thing to have to deal with. Because when you're Rana. a January birthday, everyone is... Especially Rana. January 5th. Mm-hmm. I always describe it as... The doesn't matter what day of the week it is. Rana. It is the Sunday night or the Monday morning, or the first Monday of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody wants to go on the diet. Mm-hmm. Everybody has eaten everything they could possibly eat in the yes. last month. Rana. They don't want to go to they don't want to go to dinner with you. They do. They love you, mm-hmm. and they'll come if you invite them. Mm-hmm. But they do, do not, not want, want to come. come. Yes. they don't. Right. And so then you feel a little bit of. I'll tell you, well, how do you deal with your birthday? You know what I love to do? I, I love to be out of the country on my birthday or too. be on a trip. I do too. Because then I feel like I, I am in a liminal space mm-hmm. where that day is just for me and I'm doing what I want to do Rana. on that day. Yes, Brian? I was just going to say, isn't it funny that we have so much in common too? <clears throat> do you know what I mean? But Kyle and I are cosmically linked. <laughs> Cosmically so. connect. Kyle Tat and I are cosmically linked. Yeah. But so I, I like there's no accounting for chemistry. <laughs> I like to celebrate my birthday very low key. Yeah. I do I like to go out for drinks most nights of the week. Sure. So for my birthday, I'll just text a couple whoever texts me that day. Yeah. Like whoever is that close. Okay, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Very go, telling. Hey, yeah. And by the way, if you feel like off it, the cuff. Come out to, and I always. So does that I'll pick mean I'm invited like, from now on? Since yes, we have please. a text Rana. relationship. I always pick Kyle. the bar next to you. Carl and I have a, and I have a text relationship. What? So you'll do birds. You won't do la petite. La poubelle. What's the trash like can called? La petite poubelle. La poubelle. La poubelle. Okay. Poubelle. Poubelle. Right. Well. I, what do you hate about that place? Is I, it the fact bougie, that the French? Yeah, is it the fact that the French lady looks like she's going to throw a glass at your head every yeah, time you walk through time. the door? Yeah, there is. Yeah. She does have yeah. an anger problem there. Yeah. I'd love to go yeah. wherever you're going. I'd love to go. Well, listen, Carl. I don't think we could have ended it on a better note than talking oh, about over? French racism. <laughs> <laughs> it is. is it over? Okay. It is. It is. Uh, that that was our last. But, but as a person, you were going to say, as a person who hates a surprise. Yeah. What did you think he should do for him? Whatever he wants. You know. Okay, so he was worried if I show up and his family's throwing him something, then I'm going to crash it. But he will know because he don't like surprises. Yeah. So he will know if his family's throwing him something. If my family throws me something, I'm going for 15 minutes and I'm going to let my mother know. Because my mother is a is a bit of a um, performative person. Okay. And she likes to do things for herself. Sure. So she would be celebrating, which you are totally allowed to celebrate. Yeah. You got a successful son. Congratulations. But <laughs> you like... You're, hitting you're a little, doing this for yourself. You're hitting Mom. a little close to home here, Kyle, for <laughs> me, because I have a very successful son. Yeah. 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 You're, you're doing this for yourself, Ma. You know I don't like this. I told you I don't like parties. Yeah. And so luckily last year on my 30th, she was out of town. I had it at a bar, and I was like, come, everybody come. I actually sent an email and was like, I'll, I will have a party. You let everybody and know. It was rough time. because I had to walk in. Blah, blah, blah. And oh, did, you, so did you enjoy it or did you hate it? I had a good time, but I don't like everybody coming up to me. All that I attention. Like, I don't like that attention. <laughs> it's so funny because that is a thing. But as a performer, I think it's interesting because yeah. this is what people get wrong about performers. Yeah. There are some performers that truly are true extroverts and just want to be the center of attention all mm-hmm. the time. And Most then, want to crawl in a cave. Yeah. Yeah. And also, there are a million other days of the year where you decide that you want people to pay attention to you. Yes. You don't need that extra moment. Regular people 
their birthday is the day that they get to be the it's center of attention. It's like the people who dress up on Halloween. Yeah. yeah. It's actually exhausting because mm-hmm. that's work. Yeah. I do that at work all the time. I don't need to do that on my birthday. Yeah. On my birthday, the day is for me. Yeah. yeah. And that's what he has to do. So for a person who has described themselves like this, I would say, look, we're going to do something because we're together. We, yeah. What do you want to do? What is something that you want to do? You want to go to your favorite restaurant? If yeah. somebody, my friends hit me up, my friend Hannah, she's great. She's my one of my best friends. Yeah. And she was like, I know you like Roscoe's. You want to go to Roscoe's for your birthday? Oh, that's I said, good yes, I do. Yeah. That would be very fun and nice. <laughs> that's perfect. Yes, I mean, literally, I like, that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. And also, how do you want to feel on your birthday? Happy. That's what I think the question is with this guy. How do you want to feel? Mm-hmm. What would be relaxing, enjoyable, simple, make you happy? And make you light and happy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're right. And so it's not surprising. Though I will say, as a mother, it's a little tricky because you, your child's birthday, you also feel like a little bit is your day. Sure. And you're allowed to do that. Because you want to celebrate the day that you brought that person into the world and also because you love that person more than anyone else. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't have to do it on your birthday. Yes. And she has to respect what you want on your birthday. But the idea that nothing will happen is impossible. Well, yeah. um, I just want to say she should get your Roscoe's gift card. That would be next great. Time. Carl, how long are you they make? Be- they have them, you know. They're terrific. Roscoe's <laughs> yeah. has a gift card. Yeah. How long are you going to be in town for? Uh, You're I, doing a set at the Comedy Connection tonight in uh, in Quincy Market. Tonight, I'm doing some research tonight. Okay. Oh, you're just going to uh, go see the local food. I'm going to go see the Celtics. But then yeah. you're on the very first flight out tomorrow. Right? I mean, we're not going to. She's not going to be able to see you tomorrow after okay. the game. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what good. happens on Flagrant once? Uh, the podcast. We, Tell us about uh, it. I host that show with Sean Clements and Hayes Davenport. Who we love. Hollywood and Hayes Handbook. is from Wellesley, Massachusetts. He's yeah, from he right is. over they're here. Bo- yeah. and, and Sean is from Connecticut, so they're both Boston fans. Yeah. Uh, something that I hate about them. Sure. Uh, I'm not, but that's a, I'm not a fan of Boston. Yeah, but you have tension. Yeah. Who's your team? Uh, I'm a Los Angeles Clippers fan. Are you a Clipper, okay. Clippers yes. fan? Yes. Yeah. Who's your favorite player at the moment? Uh, at the moment, it's LeBron James. It has been for he plays for the other team. Yeah, but, but you love watching love LeBron him. play. Yeah, yeah. I know. I've seen friend. LeBron play a few times. He's well. I often go to the Celtics and I sit on the floor seats because I date a guy that's a minority owner of the oh, team. Oh wow! Yeah, Minor- not, a minority owner of the not, Celtics. Wow, that sounds extraordinarily. Exactly, Carl. You hit the nail. Just, on you know the what head. I'm talking about? It's just a, a minority. <laughs> Owner of one of the most racist cities. <laughs> no, I, I apologize. He's not a minority and an owner. He's just a minority owner. What does that mean, it means Rana? He owns a small piece of the team. You okay. know, they always well, they always like to revel in the fact that we let Bill Russell was the first coach. Like, black well, that's coach. when you know you're wrong. Literally, after he won a championship for the city of Boston, he goes home, opens up his door. The N word is written in human feces on his wall. It happened to LeBron too. Like whatever. At least they use spray paint. It's yeah. true. Well, <laughs> it's a wonderful city, it and we've got is. our ups and we've got our downs. Yeah, and uh, you know. In I fact, ho- Carl, I would be nervous. To I be hope here, so. for every feces smira schmira, there's a person that uh, has a better attitude, like yeah. myself. But what can we do? Well, what can we do? That would never happen in Mississippi, Carl. Never. Okay. There's nothing okay. racist about Mississippi. Okay. It's a beautiful place okay. with beautiful trees. Never happen. Yeah. Okay. How about that Spanish moss? Is there any of that where you're from? Gorgeous, absolutely. Isn't that gorgeous? We have Spanish, an old Spanish yeah. trail in the town. Oh, you do? Oh. oh. I do love I do love the you know, I thought I would hate the South. But it's very it's a complicated it's place. It's gorgeous. But it's but beautiful it's and charming and, and it has its it has its charms. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, you gotta get to that trainer. Don't work out here. <laughs> it's just not worth it. Uh anyway. The gym 
is, is not yours. Is open to you, no, pal. It's only exclusive. Whenever you want. And there's like a little locker room no. set up. It's not a locker room. It's more like, mm-hmm. you know, if you went to a... And just so you know, horoscopes are bullshit, so it actually doesn't even matter. If you went you to were like born. a Four Seasons or you went to a Peninsula it's all a scam. Hotel or imagine. Just because you're born on the same day does the, not mean you're connected in any way whatsoever. Hotel, you know, spa bathroom that you've been to. And then I've taken the right details from each of them. Rana, so I'm upset. Anyway, and the, oh, wait, there is a towel woman. Rana. Oh, if nice. you're wondering. So the towels are hot. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Carl. Yes. Where are you on socials? You're Carl Tart everywhere? You can find me. No, don't follow Carl Tart. Okay. Follow me. Damn it, Carl. D-A-M-M-I-T-C-A-R-L on Instagram. Correct. Yes. I deleted my Twitter. Good for you. Oh, good Too for toxic. You. Good but for follow you. me on Instagram. I love pictures. And Fabulous. Don't, yeah, and don't follow Carl Tart Jr. Jr. And don't follow Carl Tart. No. That's no. your father and that's your people. brother. Damn it, Carl is little Carl. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for coming all the way. Thank to you my for life. having me. Please, please, please go to askrana at gmail.com to ask us your questions. Go to Apple Podcasts yeah. and review us and go to patreon.com slash askrana for all the exclusive benefits. Oh, and we should tell people about the big thing that we've introduced on Askrana. There is a huge thing. Kyle, do you have a car? Do you I do have a car? a car, yes. And when you're trying to get somewhere, do you have either an app or a device I that you'll punch yeah. in an address and then that thing will tell you where to go. I do have that, yes. Yeah, a GPS. Yeah. 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 And are you a Waze guy or a Google Maps? Uh, I go I go Waze when there's traffic and yeah. I go Google Maps when I'm just trying to get somewhere. Yeah, so right. Waze is really the most Waze, efficient. Yes. Yeah. In LA, You're trying to get sure. there fast. Yeah. yeah. So with Waze, I don't know if you know this, you can choose the custom voice that you want that does your directions. Ah. Brian and I. No, you have don't. debuted. Don't you tell me that. Exclusively. Don't you even. Can you Kyle? imagine Rana giving you directions? Oh. Exclusively. I mean, it basically happens anyway. In 500 feet, turn left. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Exclusively for our Patreon Cobrecht customers. On the and if I've <laughs> has it ahead. Yeah. And if I see this on Flagrant One's Patreon, I'll know where you got the idea. Yeah. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I wouldn't blame you for trying to crib it. Because it's a good one. You'll be like the package stealer. Yeah. I'll be saying those are nice boots. Rocking around these Tim's. They sure do look nice. You ordered them for me. Got the yeah. breads on. We have, for exclusively for our Patreon listeners, and they, it called Caritas All Access Pass Holders. That's right. We, we are offering a ways upgrade, an upgrade of just Brian and I's voice is doing your directions. Can you imagine? I'm, I'm going to do all the terrifying sounds <laughs> and she's going to do all the like actual down to business calming. Anyway, ones. they don't know. They'll know if they go and they sign up. You're right. What are we telling comfort. them so much for? Yeah, that's, that's enough. That's from you. I adopted yeah. all that now. I get angry at the end. <laughs> Rhonda, we should talk about what our giveaway okay, is this week. Okay, explain the giveaway to Kyle. So, Carl, every week we give away a prize to the uh, questioner, the person who needs advice, uh, uh, who we think deserves it the most. Could and have it, said that better. And it, and it just, <laughs> it's Be just a feeling, Kyle. Mm. It just it's from just your heart. a feeling. So, Whoever you think deserves it. Here are the options. Not because for any parameters other than you want them to have it. Okay. Here okay. are the options. Or. I forget. Do we say the options or who? what the giveaway is first? Why don't I tell you what the giveaway is? Because then you'll know who you're giving it to exactly. and what it is. All right. This week, Kyle, you're going to think the fact that we're doing this with Kyle is hysterical. Okay, Kyle. We have a favorite brand called Santa Maria Novella. Mm-hmm. All right. It is a pharmacy that was started in Florence, Italy. Okay. Unfortunately, they're suffering from Corona at the moment. Uh, started in Florence, Italy in the 1500s. Damn. This is, we're talking, Brian, 
Don't say de Medici incorrectly oh, right, again. De Medici. They were the pharmacy to the de Medici's, to the who were a family that that uh, brought us many popes. Mm-hmm. Very high end. Anyway, they're still in business. Of medicine. It's amazing. One of the things they do is they make wax tablets that they are scented wax tablets that then have inside of them a potpourri. So that's a dried uh, flower of some kind. Mm-hmm. And then they tie sort of a um, ribbon on the end of it. So you could almost like, almost looks like a ornament, a Christmas ornament. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. But the idea is that you take this scented tablet and you put it in either your underwear drawer oh, or your sure. sock drawer. Oh, sounds- so there's just a beautiful, or your towel drawer. There's just a beautiful scent that envelops your most intimate moments. And you think, I'm worth it. Gotcha. Okay. I love it. So f- if we give it away to a female, perhaps, I don't mean to be too gender normative, but if we give it away to a female, I have a rose-scented tablet. Okay. And if we give it away to a male, I have their Santa Maria Novella vintage potpourri-scented tablet. Okay. Okay. All right. So is it going to, is the wax-scented tablet going to- And look at that packaging. Oh, wow. It's gorgeous. The neighbor who was robbed- the of the boots, the um, the librarian whose boyfriend can't get hired, the mother of the transgender daughter who doesn't like the name Fiona, or the uh, Heinz fifty seven of a white person <laughs> dating the Kuwaiti. This is tough because some people need. I know who's immediately out of contention, and that's the librarian. Mm. Is that you're right? No, something something is a miss. Something is a foot over there. That well, you don't like a busybody. Yeah, Uh, but she is a librarian. I kind of want to send it to. Brent, you uh, crossed your eyes. I did. You smelled it and crossed your eyes like a cartoon character. (laughs) I don't know how to cross my eyes. Give Kyle a scent and see if he likes. Take a whiff, Kyle. See which one you'd choose. Oh wow! For your boxes, that does smell like Italy. Oh, this one. You like the rose. the rose? Oh, yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Rosa is a nice name, too. It is a nice name. Maybe well, we should send Rosa to the mother of the transgender daughter so she could be like, What Rose, about Rosa? What about Rosa? Sure. Consider uh-huh. Rosa? And also, like, take a deep breath and chill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of want to send. Next out of contention is Heinz 57. Okay. Sorry, brother. Uh, he has a very glamorous life. I don't yeah, think we should be yeah, too Kuwait, worried about him. Doctor in Kuwait, he landed a rich doctor. Yeah, yeah who yeah. and he's and he's putting in the time to fly back and forth. To, that who doctor, wants to go to Kuwait? No, that's a desert. I mean, both literally and figuratively. <laughs> yeah. As a gay person, that's a desert. And this guy's flying tail in every week. I wonder if I should pop into Kuwait <laughs> yeah. to surprise. What, pop into Kuwait? That's like an eighteen-hour flight. <laughs> so all we've got left, I hate to tell you, is the mother of the transgender daughter. Who you suggested should get one, mm. and and the the person whose boots are getting stolen. Uh, I don't know if this is how the show works, or this is just coming from my it's, heart. It's, uh, not it's about, all about, it's your, about heart. your heart. Rosa should go to the mother of the transgender daughter. Oh, we're not giving both away. Okay, it's one. Uh, what what was the other one you were gonna say? Popery should go to London, to Paris, in London, to see if he gets stolen. I like the way you think, but Come I'm on. not throwing my money into that Timberland Hall. I'm sized tall. I'm not sure. doing it. So this is going to. But if it gets there, if it makes it to Paris, if Paris retrieves it at work or something like that, she could send it back to us. Or it could be like, "Yo, I so I got this in the mail. Yeah, you might want to put these in those boots so they can always smell good. You stank foot ass. I think. Bitch. They, 
I think they should start stealing their neighbor's mail is what I think. Yeah. I think in all honesty, the person that's... Carl, quite, I want to tell you, we have brought Ronna down a peg today. <laughs> just so you know. She is getting into the mud with our ideas. Yeah. I love it. She never before you had been here. She would have rolled her eyes if I said steal her mail. And now she's the one who brought it up. Wow. Thank you for being here. Oh, yes. I think we should give it to the mother of the transgender yeah. girl. Let's give her Rosie. I think Brian's right. She needs a sniff. She mm-hmm. needs to take a breath. She needs to take a take a good deep scent of this and remind herself that her daughter is trying to f- figure out who she is. And, and that Fiona she, Apple's a yeah. genius. Yeah, yeah. Alumni and, of my high school. No, Fiona Hill is, is a also genius. a genius. Yeah, two okay. Fionas. Yeah. Kyle's right. love it. He's got. He's Rosa all over this. Rosa is Rosa is the jam. Smell really good. Yeah. Yeah. smells like it got oregano in it, which is Italian on the nose. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> on the nose. I don't know. There's something extra in that potpourri that I can't quite stop smelling. But the rose is beautiful. It's spicy. Yeah. This other one's yeah. kind of spicy. Yeah. Okay. This is hot Brian, potpourri. Brian, re- read our cliffhanger, but should we let Kyle go? I'm fine. Really? You sure? Yes. Okay. All right. So we read this cliffhanger. We ask the question on this, but we answer it on Patreon. So if you want the answer, go to patreon.com slash askron. It's five bucks a month, and you get the exclusive answer to this. Ready? Yeah. Dear Ronna okay, and Brian, listening, yeah. and guest, the last time I flew back from New York to Glasgow, I like huh? saying the last time I flew back from New York be- because it makes me sound like I am as well-traveled as Ronna, but I've actually Impossible. only been twice. Impossible. A very tall man was seated in front of me on the plane. When I was telling my friends about the journey, I described him as a seven-foot-tall, mustachioed, cargo-short-wearing, Trump-voting cunt. Wow. I don't actually know what his views are. It doesn't matter what his political views were. If he was wearing shorts on the plane and even possibly a flip-flop. Is that a bad thing to do? I'm not interested in shorts and I'm not interested in a flip-flop. I didn't sit next to you. You said flip-flop. Flip-flop? Oh, I thought you said flip-flap. No, I said flip-flop. I'm not interested in seeing your leg hair. Sure. And I'm not certainly not interested in seeing your toes. <laughs> and don't tell me you get hot on a plane because I'm not interested in that. Do you see the video of the guy that was changing the screen on the plane with, with his, his toes? Yeah. Disgusting. Uh-huh. Almost as soon as the flight started, he reclined his chair back as far as he could and seemed to be pressing himself back as far as he could as his chair was basically in my lap. He's been- seven feet tall. Yeah. I've been looking forward to watching movies on the journey back on the little screen in front of me, but now this was impossible. Ended up sitting with my knees against my chest, bottom of my feet against the back of his chair, gross, for about six hours, and pushing so he couldn't recline his seat. He kept turning around to glare at me, and I was glaring back at him, and I've never been in a physical fight in my adult life, but could happily have welcomed him to Scotland by stabbing him in the eye with the plastic spork that came with the in-flight meal. The video of the passenger on the plane punching the back of the seat in front of him that has emerged on social media reignited my anger and debate Mm. amongst friends about Mm. whether it's okay to recline your seat on a flight. I think people who recline their seat are worse than people who look on their mobile phones during a film at the cinema, and it is the height of entitled and arrogant behavior. Ron is a seasoned world traveler, well-versed in etiquette. If you had witnessed my behavior on the flight that day, even though I realized you would have been in first class, would you have thought I was lunatic? Not sure. Not sure. I am looking forward to your answer. Love you both and probably the guest. Cole. All right, Cole. I think we do this have strong is, opinions on this. This is an excellent cliffhanger, Brian. Absolutely. Yeah, because this is something people really want to know. That's right. And if you want to know the answer. The answers might be- surprise you. And believe me, we have one. Patreon.com slash Ask Patreon.com slash Ask We're having the best time of We're there. having a blast in the carriage house. We'll see you there. See you there. Kiss, kiss. Thanks, Carl. Thank you. So much fun. 
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.